The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The decline of common sense, manners, and social skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement. The 30 truths about amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by Amateur Nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition. Available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 247, Amateur Nation is a five-year-old. On today's episode, ghosting China, amateurs are childish, amateurs are hypocrites, and we avoid cheat day with healthy snacks and a la carte, and we always end the show on things to give you hope while living amongst amateurs on three pro things. Pro Nation first, shouts out to Sultan Nassar on SoundCloud and BJ Thompson, Tara King, Daniela Gerdzel, and GW Nell who messaged me on Facebook with this. I've been meaning to tell you this for months now, but I get all my news from your podcast, LOL, for reals. <laughs> Thanks, GW. <clears throat> your post of the week from the loudmajority.usa on Instagram. Funny how they can find girls to say stuff about Russell Brand, put it all over the media, but they can't find the list of Hollywood celebrities and billionaires that spend time on Epstein's Island. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number one. 
topic number one tags onto my comments last week about how America needs to simply ghost China. That is, cut off all ties. No more trade. Seize all of their land assets in America and kick all the Chinese illegal aliens out of this country. Treat China like they never existed. Ignore them. Like I said, I realize it might not be easy, but it looks like they were pretty fucking patient in overtaking America, our media, our justice system, bringing fentanyl into our borders, corrupting our politicians, buying off congresspersons, bribing judges, keeping Hunter Biden balls deep in whores, drugs, and cash, dominating industry, manufacturing, and trade. Why can't America have that kind of patience in the other direction? You know how they say it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and only one instance or one mistake to ruin it? Same rule applies here. It wouldn't take much effort or time to bring it all crashing down for China. And then the rebuild in America would be the most glorious time in American history since the 1950s. Liberating ourselves from communism. Insulating ourselves completely from China and finishing that wall in Mexico. Rounding up and removing any and all illegal aliens of all countries. And for those Americans who continue with their anti-American sentiments, and those Americans who insist on destroying America from the inside out, easy solution. Offering those people who don't like America, here's some money to get the fuck out. If we have 100 billion to give Ukraine, we can afford a billion in one-way tickets and seed money for the anti-American amateurs to move to the communist countries of their choices. If they want communism here, send them where it's thriving. One caveat, you don't get to come back if it doesn't work out. If we can ship the illegals from the Texas border to New York, we can ship these fucking amateurs out of pronation, America, off to infect some other island or country. And speaking of communists, China's government will be requiring podcasts to register with the government. Good luck with that. Maybe set an example for other nations and overthrow that racist commie you call a prime minister. Because you see, in America... We got a thing called freedom of speech. And a man can say any dumbass thing he wants. And now this. (laughs) And now for step two. Topic number two. What is it about amateur nation that is so childish? In every way, shape, and form. In all walks of life. Politics, Hollywood, and everyday Americans. Every day you see on the web a story of a grown man, often with a full beard and a bad tuck job, playing pretend. Like children do. The same grown men wearing princess outfits at Disneyland. Dylan Mulvaney, who, as I've repeatedly said, doesn't act like any grown woman I've ever known, but rather a spastic, sugar-filled preteen girl. Amateur Nation seems to think drag shows are now art, juxtaposed with singers, ballet dancers, comedians, rock bands, and painters. The difference is none of them ever performed in a library in front of underage children. Do you have any idea how you look? Every week there are stories about men pretending to be women to compete against women to win in sports. You know, cheating. That's what little kids do. They don't know any better. That's childish selfishness. 
almost weekly on this show, I'm playing a clip of some amateur crying or screeching or yelling about rights or oppression or depression or you didn't get my pronouns right or racism or privilege or in general amateurs right to act a fool as I cover extensively in my book. Most recently, a woman in Walmart caught shoplifting, assaults the arresting officer, and then, of course, as he wrestles this walrus, she repeatedly screams, Walmart is racist! Don't you hate when businesses only allow white shoplifters? I've devoted titles of this podcast to their weakness, mental illness, and lack of intelligence. Some of the titles of this podcast in the past include A.S., Amateur stupidity. Amateur nation, a nation of pussies. Amateur nation cannot be shamed enough. Amateur nation is a disgrace. The Z in Gen Z is for zeros. This episode will hurt amateurs' feelings. This podcast is not an enabler. Wah, I want my woe check mark. Amateur nation taking their ball and going home. Just to name a few. Then you have the childlike behavior that mirrors children's intelligence, or lack thereof, in the absolute stupidity of AOC and her almost weekly quotable lack of intelligence. Remember when, during a town hall-like public hall meeting when the crowd turned against her, she literally started dancing to their chants while sitting like a child and put on some pseudo-Latina Rosie Perez attitude voice in response? Or how about her stupidity in saying that looters and shoplifters do so because they need bread? These are ways children react to accusations and facts. Remember when the vice president, Kamala Slingblade Harris, gave this adult, intelligent, ponderous, thought-provoking speech on this hot-button issue? So, here's the thing. Love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just there's something about the and, and most of us, many of us went to school on the yellow school bus, right? And it's part of it's part of our our experience growing up. Take that, give me liberty or give me death. And don't forget about the nervous laughter anytime, well, every time she's faced with giving an answer to which she knows nothing about like a child. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, a grown man, can be a senator but can't get pants, dress shoes, and a shirt and tie together. He literally dresses like a five-year-old. I've actually seen five-year-olds in suits. And of course, if you call him on it, oppression or, oh, I'm sorry, othering. This fashion fuck-up became such a fiasco, time had to be taken on the Senate floor to address a dress code. Go fuck yourself, you fucking child. We have Democrat, sorry, I mean, commie New York representative Jamal Bowman caught on camera pulling the fire alarm at the Cannon House office building ahead of a motion to adjourn. As Instagram account Nashville Tea Party perfectly said, we know he lied about the fire alarm. He knows he lied about the fire alarm. We know he knows he lied about the fire alarm. The mainstream media knows he lied about the fire alarm, and yet he still lies. That is childish behavior. That's what little kids do. Frankly, I'm waiting for him to blame his behavior on racism and or Trump. I was watching the TV series Dexter, and there was a scene where Dexter, the father of a boy, about five years old, his son is literally caught red-handed, 
covered in cherry popsicle juice after sneaking out of bed in the middle of the night and having eaten an entire box, 12 cherry popsicles, he's sitting in a puddle of popsicle juice with 12 sticks lying on the ground. The box right next to him, his face covered in cherry popsicle. And when his dad asked, did you eat a whole box of popsicles? This little boy shook his head, no. This is Jamal Bowman, a former school principal. A child. I'm a teacher. I'm done learning. Then, of course, you have Joe President Coloring Book Biden. (laughs) And his body of work, including awkward racist quotes, childish responses, plagiarism, creepy whispering, falling off bikes, being bad at public speaking in general, all things children do. I like to eat ice cream, and I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an IQ of 48. And I'm what some people call mentally retarded. Hollywood is full of oppressed, whiny five-year-olds. Remember Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall, and Amy Schumer dancing around like children at the Oscars in 2022, dancing around and simply repeating the words, gay, 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 like a little boy who wants attention. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. 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 Hey, mom. While the Hollywood machine laughed and applauded like sheep, except for, ironically, John Travolta. All of these characteristics and behaviors are literally the kind of behavior children have. And that's not an insult to children. I'm saying the only response Amateur Nation has, their only go-to response to conflict, is the equivalent of la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la, I'm not listening to you. Don't want to hear it! And some kind of reference to feelings over facts. Feelings, they're so much easier to control than facts. They have to yell talk over you, scream, or, like a child, put their hands over their ears, cancel you. The child equivalent of, I'm not your friend anymore. Remember when you did that as a small child, your friend wouldn't share his toy? We're not best friends anymore. Not to mention, like children, they want everything free, handed to them, for they must be taken care of. I like everything handed to me. I'm just like a kid. Right, an overgrown kid who can't take care of himself. And if it's not some public mental breakdown by amateurs, don't forget the top five childish responses to things when Amateur Nation doesn't like or agree on something. They hit the buzzer like a contestant on a game show, in no particular order. Climate change. Racism. Fascism. Hate speech. Donald Trump. Don't want to buy an EV? Racist. Climate change denier, Trump tard. Don't want your child learning about anal sex in the third grade, fascist. Insist on voter ID, racist. Hate speech. I mean, come on, amateur nation can't even tell you what a woman is. Feelings over facts. Amateurs, like children, live their lives by feelings. They ignore facts, simple truths, and all forms of common sense. They need to be cared for like children. They don't want to work like most children, like amateurs. Amateurs usually don't make it. In July of this year, I performed at Freedom Fest in Memphis, Tennessee, as well as appearing in a panel discussion regarding censorship, cancel culture, and woke crap in comedy. While I was there, I was interviewed by former comedian and handwriting analysis expert Bart Baggett on his show called The Bart Show. It's a half-hour interview, and you can now view it on my YouTube channel, at Lou Santini. Or if you just want to listen without video, you can also hear the interview on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just look for The Bart Show podcast on either platform. 
On the interview, we discuss stand-up comedy, comedy censorship, and easily offended woke amateurs, my time performing with the late, great Bob Saget, my transition from my radio career to stand-up comedy, dating stand-up comedians, and did the host and I date the same woman, uh, performing the day after 9-11, my frustration with inanimate objects, my book, Drybar Comedy Special, and podcast, Amateur Nation, and during the interview, I have my handwriting analyzed. While you're there, please like and subscribe to my channel. If you want to see and read more about me, go to my main website, lusantini.com. Every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday, giving you a 60-second video trailer of what's coming on the next episode when you follow me on Instagram, Truth Social, Facebook, and or YouTube. Plus, I tease you with plenty of audiograms for next week's topic throughout the week. A la carte and three pro things soon, but first, Amateur Nation is rooted in hypocrisy. On topic number three, next. Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Okay, let's all shut up, please. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! Amateurs, like children, can be, and are often, hypocritical. Amateur Nation is rooted in hypocrisy. The difference is children get a pass because they're children. Amateurs say they care about the environment, but the Hollywood and political elite that say they care about the environment have private jets and beachfront houses. They ignore facts presented on shows like this every week about the destruction of the earth, the exploitation of human rights to mine for battery minerals, what it costs to maintain and dispose of EV batteries. You still think they care about the environment? Which political party do you think was behind the East Palestine accident? The California wildfires, the Canada fires, the Maui fires? You really believe all these things happened by chance because of nature, climate change. Funny how this rarely, if ever, happened under President Trump. Amateurs need to wake up and realize your government under Joe Biden is absolutely against you. Just because they say the same things as you and talk about feelings and equity and equality and manage to bring up race and hate at every turn doesn't mean they're with you. Ever notice how when... De- sorry commie politicians speak, they never quote facts about crime, climate change, elections, or have any proof of anything. It's always inflammatory statements, accusations, finger-pointing, and empty promises on what they're going to do and who are the enemies in their own country. That's not fascism? Childish behavior. Amateurs say 
They care about racism. They don't care about racism. They're the ones discriminating. They're the ones spreading hate, claiming victimhood and oppression at every turn so they don't have to have any self-responsibility. It's not my fault is their battle cry, like children. They don't care about fair elections, voter rights, and voter ID. For crying out loud, Hillary Clinton is still talking about election interference despite countless evidence proving otherwise. That's beyond childish. Funny how there was no election interference when President Coloring Book was placed into office. Placed into office. They're the ones committing election fraud. They don't care about your bills and inflation. They're the ones bankrupting America with out-of-control spending on Ukraine. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange said it exactly right when it comes to Ukraine. He said, the goal is to use Ukraine to wash money out of the U.S. and Europe through Ukraine and back into the hands of a transnational elite, i.e. BlackRock. The goal is an endless war, not a successful war. They don't care about your health. They're the ones putting chemicals in your food, buying America's farmland, putting chemical coatings on your produce, poisoning you with vaccines, making you breathe excess CO2 with useless masks, telling you fat is healthy. They're still raising money for cancer research, diabetes. Wake up. There's more money in your treatment and less to deal with in your death. What, you beat cancer? I'm very happy for you, but how are those medical bills coming along? What, you want socialized medicine? You think free health care will keep you healthier? Spending less on health care makes you healthier. Yeah, because disease is gone from those socialist and communist countries. And as we all have learned, when you give the government more power and control over your life, things get better. You're imagining how it should be, not how it will be. Fat is healthy. Love yourself the way you are. And other, you can be anything you want. Even the opposite sex and other childish platitudes perpetuate amateur nation. They care about children. They lower ages of sexual consent. Allow children to attend drag shows in schools. Libraries are riddled with books on blowjobs and anal sex for third graders. Sexual agendas are shoved in their faces. They create euphemisms for pedophilia. Renaming it to minor attracted persons. Think about that. Rebranding rape of children to make it more palatable. They're okay with mutilating underage children because they, the adults, have a feeling. A feeling perpetuated by mainstream media. So, spare me your virtue signaling. Spare me on how everyone and every type of person is oppressed except white Christian males. The fat, the gay, the trans, the women, when you conveniently feel like acknowledging that they are women. The black, the Asian, the Latin. No defense of the law-abiding, the non-drug-using, the non-pedophilic, those who want kids to be kids. Take care of me. Give me stuff. Work is hard. Any sane person would want and demand to have every person on the Epstein Island list investigated and if found to have had sex with underage kids, hung. Don't tell me you care about anyone's rights until you acknowledge that. You get no voice, ever. And finally... Why in the hell would you think that anyone in Hollywood or professional sports knows more about the world than you, whether it's the environment, racism, healthcare, etc., or cares about you, the average American citizen? They were handed fame at a huge cost, their souls. If anything, they know less about life because they are insulated from and have lost touch with the common man.
The idea that you would put stock in a celebrity, in their opinions, their, their opinions, not facts, or align your voting or political beliefs on them as a way to reassure yourself that you're on the right track is beyond asinine. It is childish. Children copy and follow other children. Adults think for themselves with common sense and facts. Amateur Nation does not care about America. Best evidence? Free everything for illegals, nothing for veterans. We've become accustomed to, well, times are tough. And in these weird and odd times, for so long, we forgot that we are supposed to be the one nation who is prospering. Time to get back to that. Enough with the feelings parade. Some lighter bites on a la carte. Let's get to it. NFL cancer Colin Ungrateful Hypocrite Kaepernick has been trying to get back on any team, marking it the first time a slave tried to get his old job back. It's over. The fat lady isn't singing. Her song is done. She's getting dry humped in her dressing room. In other no fun league news, Commissioner Roger Goodell said the NFL admits that we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. He added this pandering, let me play both sides of the fence statement. We, the NFL, condemn racism. Ooh, go out on that limb. And the systemic oppression of black people. We, so they, so apparently they're still on the systemic racism bandwagon. He went on to say, we, the NFL, admit we were wrong for not listening to the NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the NFL, believe black lives matter. So to summarize, we were wrong, but we won't apologize to those we offended or abandoned in the fan base, and we still side with the corrupt communist organization that has not done anything for one single black person except the higher-ups that took all the money. Also ignore the fact that it took years for us to acknowledge what the players and Americans want. We learn nothing. Try not to think about it. Oh, suck my dick, all of you. An undercover sting operation targeting human trafficking in Florida led to 200 suspects being arrested, including school employees and, wait for it, Disney employees. The Sheriff Grady Judd said, what would an op be if we didn't arrest someone employed by Disney? Between the woke crap in their movies, the redos pandering to amateur nation's feelings, the men with beards wearing dresses playing pretend princess in the theme parks, and the repeated arrests on human trafficking, why any sane parent would give their hard-earned money to this disgraceful corporation is beyond me. Disneyland is the traffickingest place on Earth. Remember the slogan for Panasonic decades ago? Panasonic, just slightly ahead of our time. Well, their new $4 billion electric vehicle battery factory in Kansas needs so much power that it needs its own coal plant to make it run. No! You'll never admit that you're wrong about EVs and you were lied to and duped, will you, amateur nation? Of course you won't. That's what children do. In the latest diversity hire news, California Emperor Gavin Newsom appointed LaFonza Butler to replace Senator Dianne Feinstein in the U.S. Senate. And he picked a twofer. She's black and a lesbian. Two important qualifications to be in politics. Because what type of genitals you prefer to touch and or penetrate is an important factor in any hiring decision. Just ask former Chicago Mayor Lori Beetlejuice Lightfoot. California is asshole. What have I been saying? Three things that are done right. I find them everywhere. Sometimes it's harder than other weeks. These are three pro things. Number one. 
this post by DC Drano on Instagram. Anyone else find it crazy that a judge is dissolving Trump's iconic business in New York City, even though he paid back every loan with interest on time, yet Goldman Sachs slash Wall Street completely crashed the global economy in 2008 with mortgage-backed securities, and they didn't even get fined? Number two. This woman, this woman, this North Carolina woman is speaking at a city hall meeting and the amens that this woman calls for is next level. Not sure if she's a teacher, but it sounds like she is. I do know from the post that she is a quote mama bear found on Twisted Stories X on Instagram. She gets it right. And of course, due to the time restrictions city hall meetings have on speakers, she just gets it all in under the wire. Uh, Now, apologies for the audio. That's not on my end. It's her being so loud and fervent and crowding the mic due to her passionate plea. This could be my favorite speech from a private citizen at a city hall meeting ever. Um, I've been really confused over the last five years as to why we spend 45 minutes to an hour of every public meeting talking about how great everyone is and how great everything is in the schools. And now I figured it out. I figured it out because all these people came here to defend you all from hurtful words. This is obnoxious. Let me just say there is one goal for the educational system. It should be to prepare children to enter careers to be productive members of society. It is not a counseling session. It is not a self-help area. It is not somewhere to find yourself. And we should not be led by the children, for goodness sake. The children are called dependents for a reason. They depend on us who have fully developed brains. You cannot feel your way through life. The issues that we are talking about, we are bringing you statistics. We are talking about scholastics. We are talking about funding. We are talking about busing. We are talking about trying to figure out how to make our children be as successful as possible. And I am sure that that is your goal. And what we have been called tonight is what they're claiming that we're saying to children. We're having an adult conversation. There are not children in this room. We aren't going into the schools and calling them names. They call us Marxists and hateful and bigots and everything else under the sun. Well, let me tell you, Less than 5% of the entire population of North Carolina identifies as LGBTQ. You guys all claim you want democracy. Well, you know what democracy is? It's the majority plus one. It's 50 plus one. You know what? More than 50% of the people in this state claim that they believe in God, almighty God who made us male and female, God who made marriage between a man and a woman, God who said that we must protect our children. We know the statistics. 50% of children did not pass their end of grade test. What are we celebrating? Yeah, we have children coming up here telling us how horrible the mental health crisis is. Why? Most of us went to public school, and all of our all of our peers are not in mental health crises. We have to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our children? I'm going to say we are discussing things with them that they are not emotionally, intellectually, and morally able to handle. That is what is causing the anxiety. That is what is causing the depression. That is what is causing the confusion. We need our children to be able to be children, to be able to be innocent, to be able to enjoy childhood. And 
not know all of the drama and all of the difficulties in adult life. That is what we want. We want our children to be able to read and write and to think for themselves. And we demand that the children who fear God are protected in your schools. Oh, dude. Meeting's over. And number three. Since this episode's title and subjects talk about five-year-olds, let's hear from one. Now, I don't have all the specifics, but I stumbled upon this short clip on MentorHouse Zero on Instagram. Here's a cute little Australian boy on a local Australian TV station being interviewed by two adults for some reason, while two newscasters are back in the studio. He has a joke for them. It's short. Now, his dialect is very thick, so listen carefully. Hey, vegan and a vegetarian are jumping off a cliff to see who hit the bottom first. Who wins? I don't know. Who wins? Society. <laughs> Great timing, kid. Special thanks to Bart Baggett of The Bart Show for posting my interview on his show. Check me out on The Bart Show on YouTube, on my page, at Lou Santini, or listen to the full interview on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Watch me go after amateurs on my Drybar special, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Please copy and paste the link from whatever platform you listen on and send it to just one fellow pro or an amateur that is doing life wrong. And if you like the show, please leave a review. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. It's over. The fat lady isn't singing. Her song is done. She's getting dry humped in her dressing room.